0: This is a Strode College Digital T Level podcast.
1: Yeah, the other sense and stuff. Right. Right. So last. One. Oh,
0: disturbance. Um, <laughs> hold on, disturbance. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Think <laughs> For the tape. For the purposes of the tape, Gemma has walked in and is communicating with Paul. Oh yeah. <laughs> For the purpose of the tape, barely thrown a water bottle across the room. It's got nothing in it, so it's just a bottle that <laughs> <laughs> A bottle of water? Where did you yeah, basically it's a piece Where? of plastic. I a plastic. Oh, okay. Can I have my bottle back, yeah. my piece of For the purpose hey, of the tape, Louis has flipped oh, oh, right. right. it Bailey. was, it was it aimed at the wall, no, I swear. Oh, I didn't know it was my I'm going to come over more like that cookie OH NO I DROPPED EVERYTHING I almost went in my hood yeah, like. like you know. <laughs> Fuck I'm just trying to eat my cookie NO PLEASE like, you Just spray that and I'm like in <laughs> here <hair. laughs> If you're out, I'll give you more not Woo baby kick his ass <laughs> actually no, no. Oh, okay. I got his ass oh, okay. Action for the purpose of the tape, Bailey is now eating Louis's ants. I did have to edit the first time. Oh my god. <laughs> you should leave Paul in. <laughs> <laughs> So when Paul listens back to the Poor guy. This could be chop The Harley Mum, the Mum. I don't I
1: want do to to a of Oh yeah, probably this 100 a A lot of people think Indians. I'm, yeah, I I right, so, Indians. 1.7. Oh <laughs> yeah. Testing, gladly reminding me, although I didn't know. What is it? Or I think the drive change. Right, we're talking about business change. So, what kind of factors uh, are sorry. going to drive change in the industry? I think it's just the key one, again, if you're watching the news, this is constantly going on. One mm. of the key drivers for it, what, what happens and what's been happening a lot in recent years is this restructuring. Right, a company will buy a big company will buy out a competitor because they're having hard times, and basically, what they'll do. It's like the, the, the Papa Lion type thing. They'll sack everyone, hire in their own people, that minimises the cost, and then they'll drive the company forward, make a lot of profit. Restructuring means moving. Again, if you were to restructure an organisation like this, you might take away some of the middle layers of management, for example. You might say that's leading to inefficiencies. So restructuring tends to take the organisation and minimise certain aspects of it that aren't necessarily functioning well, okay? So I think a structure is the way the organisation is organised. You might have this sort of hierarchical triangle: one person at the top, a couple of people below them. So again, I so use the example in the exam. Think about, particularly this business side things. Just think about how the college works. you We'll give you an idea of how it's done. So most organisational structures have somebody at the top, and then a couple of people below, and four or five people below that, and down and down, in like a, in a pyramid some some organizations have what's called a flat hierarchy where you have four or five people that are in charge and are all equally important and it means it's much there's no no massive hierarchy when you've got somebody at the top that makes all the decisions it makes a little bottleneck because you can say Yeah, all these decisions going on and i guess like for me i want stuff to go on to make these courses change but all i can do is recommend it to my managers and they recommend it to their managers yeah. and it may or may not happen if we restructured we could make things much flatter and things would be more efficient so restructuring is an internal factor. So a company might say, actually, we've, over the years, we've built up, we've got 15 managers across this company, far too many, they're very really expensive. Let's get rid of five of them, change the roles. And again, just as an example, in, in college here, we had, I believe, this is before my time, we had six faculties. They restructured and they made five faculties and they changed some these roles to something slightly different. Right? So they minimised, that meant they got rid of one of those faculty heads and saved some money and change the, the, the actual importance of other people. So they change the physical structure of the organisation or logical structure maybe. So other factors that will drive change in an organisation. Obviously, if the company grows, it's gonna to have to take on more staff. Most organisations, imagine Steam Deck now, based on their success, will presumably be taking on different people. They might be taking on different organisations around the world in order to drive development. So that type of expansion, got more, and
0: growth? they've got a lot more um, focus on their Windows drivers now. Yeah, I um, saw that they, that. yeah they want. Nice now they've released all of the Windows drivers. They're now focusing on um, getting um, people at AMD start. We're obviously making the processors to start pushing up drivers for audio and things like that, um, so that they can then focus on their, they they want to have dual booting released in a new BIOS
1: yeah. update. And they probably so, end up having a Windows version Okay. Based on the success, you may not be able to do it straight away, but if you get enough customers, enough money flowed in, you'll be able to restructure, take on more people, you'll be able to expand, and hopefully grow it. and they'll have some targets. So that will change the organisation. If you imagine if it grows, expands, if, for example, there was talk five or six years ago, um, Stroke College was, was going to merge with Yoga College, oh, it was yeah. going to come to some super college with two campuses didn't happen. But okay. again, if that had happened, you would imagine there would have been some restructuring, because managers that were in charge of both, you would have just one and got rid of the other one, so that would be been restructuring. Uh, and you would have had considerable expansion. With the combined resources of two or three colleges, you'd be able to pay for more facilities, you'd be able to have more buildings, more staff, and th- then take on more students, and obviously take on lots of you, expensive students, etc. Uh, The other thing, internal things that happen, downsizing, sorry guys, we will have to let you go, you're no longer necessary for this company, thank God, whatever, that's a shame. So a lot of companies will do downsizing, growth will start to minimise a little bit and they'll say, again, you you can't sustain things forever, so a company starts not doing so well because of changes in the marketplace, they will downsize, they'll they'll shed bits and pieces, a lot of organisations will do that, I think recently companies like... um, I think like Virgin, Virgin had a massive expansion, Virgin um, Industries. They started out, Virgin started out selling records. Richard Branson started out selling records. He got his own record label, had a couple of really super big hits back in the 70s. Made loads of money of it. He then invested all of his money into buying an airline, and he had four or five airlines. That expanded. He then bought trains, those expanded. His latest venture, I saw on the news, is he's got a huge ship. He's He's doing those online um, cruises. But if if that didn't work too well, for whatever reason, if there's a down, like obviously fuel's getting very expensive, Richard Branson, for argument's sake, might say, actually, we're going to get rid of, we're going to downsize, we're going to get rid of the airline. The actual, you know, the floating boat thing's much better. Um, And the phones, mobile phones and trains is working, but we're not working on the actual planes, let's get rid of those. So that'd be downsizing. Does that make sense? So you, you shed stuff from the company to make it slightly more efficient. New strategic objectives, and again, I'm using this example because I think during the exam, having thinking about the college will help, help particularly for this type of stuff. Will help you think about what's going on around you in terms of an organisation and what kind of things are happening. So, I hope we give you a, a mental example of how this stuff works. So, new strategic objectives. If in September, when the new head comes in, new principal, they're likely to say, "Actually, I want to change the direction of Stroke College completely, and these are my new objectives." Right. I think recently was it last week we talked about some school somebody's school had changed their, their name or their um logo thing. Schools have ambition and drive and things like that. And schools change that <laughs> message. <laughs> oh and um, the off Somebody's message. Some local school around here they, they had a new oh. head in and they changed the message. It used to be ambition and something else. They changed it to um, flexibility and composure, or some you know, some different versions. It's contortionist school. <laughs> but that's a strategic, remember, it's long-term vision. So the strategic objectives of an organisation might be to actually consolidate themselves in the marketplace. It might not be to grow. It might be just to stay where they are, because it's a very difficult marketplace, right? Strategic objectives. If you're if you're an oil company at the moment. To some extent, the writing is on the wall about the end of fossil fuels. So it's going to, you know, there's a long tail to it, but eventually they're going to go, aren't they? They're they're finite. They have to. So if you're an oil company, and this is happening quite a lot, like the, in the Middle East, where obviously they're totally dependent on oil, and, but, but the Middle East is incredibly hot. It's 50 degrees pretty much all year round. They're now invested in solar panels because they can generate so much power because they just get endless sun. You know, they hundreds of days of sunshine a year. So. New strategic objectives for companies in the Middle East might be to get away from fossil fuels because they're going to run out and start moving into renewables. <coughs> and it really the, those objectives, thinking about that strategic objective is going to depend. England is very rich in terms of natural resources, in terms of wave power and wind power and all that. It's constantly, constantly windy and, and uh, you know, surrounded by sea. So that makes more sense. But solar power, not so much. We don't get a huge amount of sunshine annually.
0: Right. So those are
1: all internal factors, so new, new objectives, say I want to change the direction of the company, I'm going to do this now. I'm no longer focusing on this aspect of our business, we're going to change it totally. Okay. Can anyone think of any examples of that, businesses that
0: have changed their focus strong. recently?
1: I've got a great idea. Nintendo. microphone <gasps> rather than a topic. Yeah. Any, any, can anyone think of any radical changes to company direction? Can i to think of any, oh. uh, Where they've had to totally new objectives? <laughs> Microsoft seems to be buying a lot
0: of like other companies like Activision and uh, mm-hmm. that. so it's like uh, creating instead of like you buy a franchise, uh, well I guess franchise is actually, but well, they're buying like you know you can make movies
1: or games or whatever yeah, that's that's game true, instead yeah. of just a game series. Yeah, yeah that's I mean. true. Yeah, or I suppose company like Google, I guess, their objectives, you know, they're buying up different things, buying up all these different organisations, always to minimise competition, but yeah, Microsoft are branching out into different areas. So their objective might be, um, I guess the classic example of, it's always used in terms of digital things is, the biggest company, one of the biggest companies in the world back in the 80s was Kodak, because they made film for cameras, and everyone had a camera. And they didn't invest any money whatsoever in digital technology, and guess what? Five years later, they were almost bankrupt because everyone had digital cameras and they had no access to the marketplace. And they're still, still trying to sell their cameras with the, the film and the processing and all that stuff have gone. And all the peripheral organisations that are dependent on it. On, again, 20 odd years ago, there was, a, there was a camera shop on every high street selling film for cameras. They're all gone. You cannot get there. There's no second hand shops because it's come back into fashion a little bit, the you know, analogue film. But digital cameras totally turn the market upside down. So, strategic objectives. Really speaking, if you know, Kodak should have said that this digital stuff is going to take off. And again, it really depends. Some organisations are very, very loath to change. I remember in 1993, I was at a trade show for the company I worked for. We made digital video. And I remember some guy coming up, stuffy guy, bow tie, classic, you know, plus fours. I say, What's this digital nonsense, old boy? It's never going to catch on. You know, BBC, we're not going to invest in it. And now, that's all they use. So again, they must have lost a lot of market share because they weren't prepared to accept that things were changing. Right, so then, that's internal factors, so that all, all those things in, within an organisation will make it change, yeah, force to it come to come change, or there are things they're, they did it deliberately or they've made made happen. Mm-hmm. <coughs> You've then got external factors, which are much more important, and I guess, rather timely, one of those external factors is obviously war. At the moment, there's a lot of knock-on effect in terms of, I mentioned before, last summer, one of the key, uh, one of the key countries that grows wheat-based products for us is Canada. And last summer, Canada had loads and loads of time where it was over fifty degrees, and so lo- they lost a load of crops. Right? That's a real knock-on effect. So that's going to knock-on. It takes a couple of years for that stuff to knock on, but eventually those prices of wheat will go up quite high. And the other thing is, one of the main growing regions for Europe. Happens to be the Ukraine, and Ukraine, because the war cannot plant wheat at the moment, because of the war going on. So that Absolutely. means, in a year's time, there's no wheat harvest. So that price is going to go up and up. So war's going to affect companies quite a lot. The other is, in terms of politics, right? change of government. If if the UK government changed fairly quickly, there'd be a reversal of lots of things. But not to a massive degree, it really depends on the government. But there will be changes into taxation, and that would really change companies. At the moment, one of the key things, sure. the key things why conservatives tend to be in government more is they're very business-friendly, and they tend to keep the taxes low for businesses. Right, and That means people make more money because they can take those profits and invest them or give them to shareholders. if And it does vary. I mean, the, the taxes at the moment, they're supposed to be as high as they've ever been, but back in, and it depends on circumstances, so back in the 70s, when I was... I guess when I was your age, the in- the interest rate was fifteen percent because the government at the time had all these external problems. so They had to keep putting the interest rates up. Now, if you're if you're buying a house in those days, you know if you're paying your mortgage back at fifteen percent, that's a massive amount of money every month you've got to try and find. And at the moment, the interest rates are really low. They're currently about they're minus oh, not minus they were minus but they're point. 0.5% interest rate at the moment. So again, 0.5% on your £200,000 house isn't a lot over a month, over 25 right. years. If that goes up to 3%, 4%, you're, fun, you're suddenly trying to find £200 extra a month or £300 extra a month, which is really hard to find. So yeah. external things, generally politics changes <laughs> stuff. <supplement.
0: laughs> <laughs> <laughs> it says what? Five, 0.5. So times, times. Well, uh, 1.05 uh, yeah. So, and you can pay that in thousand five hundred
1: more. Yeah, what is, more I, I yeah. Over what? Three years? For like, more, more than twenty five hundred. years. You can buy a house which
0: you can rent. I just want yours. You make money. I'll see what Yeah, if you buy a house and you rent it out, way more cost. Well, that's what people do. That's the whole point. But if you spend more money, you don't buy a house, you will certainly have a lease. Lease it. Is no, it's, is, uh, it's another point for uh, the. Right yes, board. yes. Right, so, it's other it's changes then? The the political changes? These are
1: only external and things. The the things. On yeah. 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 Obviously, if the political party changes the, the government, that will change all sorts so of the the objectives and directives. It's the
0: bank. We are obviously, for example, mortgages work. I saw one Yeah, that's fine. Mortgages, yeah, it's up to you. just the same thing with the mortgages and the percentage We're going up. Going up. You go loan buy a house, rent it out over
1: the year you make a profit and you end up with a house yeah. idea. That's the theory behind it, yeah. yeah. So I mean, you take out mortgages at the moment, well, mortgages at the moment, I think they 25 years, I think they've extended to 30 or 35 years to pay back over that time. But over that time, there's well, various well, mortgages. Close. You can either take a fixed mortgage where oh. you get a fixed percentage, oh, if, you, if, you, if the interest goes down, you mortgage lose out, if it goes up, you gain. Yeah. Or so you do a very rate thing where it keeps just below it's the surface, no, it's Quite So as long as interest are uh, somewhat low, it's as good to take loans. Yeah, and, and if you extend it out at the moment, you know, that everyone says, oh the government shouldn't do this, cause it's so expensive, the government always borrows money in order to do stuff as every government borrows from each other. At the moment the interest rates are so low, the government could borrow loads and loads of money easily to buy lots of things and pay for schools and all sorts. Uh, but they're not. Again, political priorities, different Different governments have different priorities. Again, we think about shifts in government priorities, how it changes the overall company focus. Um, and, and international law has a big impact. Again, in the news this week, did you want to see about Google? No, I did not know. And I guess we're not in Europe anymore, but uh, the European Union have been battling Google about Google Analytics and its invasion of privacy. And they finally won in the Supreme Court in Europe. Google Analytics is now illegal in Europe. They cannot use it. So that's their whole revenue model crashed by the European government. And it's based on privacy grounds. But the, the European government said, well, you shouldn't be tracking people and, and selling their data. Again, Google uses you as, as um, a product. They? they sell you. When you look on their website, they're selling your data somewhere else. And European Union said, we don't like that. It's against European freedom laws. Therefore, it's illegal. And went to the Supreme Court. Google took them to court. And the court said no. The, the, the uh, European government's right. You shouldn't be doing that stuff. So Google in Europe cannot track you anymore, as it can in UK and US. All right, so and uh, Brexit obviously made a big difference to the economy to some extent. Um, this is still ongoing. But the latest latest uh, figures, we the, the economy dropped two percent, which is massive, as a result of um, the pandemic. The, the loss of, of business, everything up, else. Over, yeah. The loss due to Brexit, they think, is going to be 4%. It's going to be twice as bad as yeah. the pandemic once it kicks in properly, which it will do soon. Yeah. Uh, we're seeing some of the effects, aren't we, already? Lost um, goods. And then international trade deals. Because we lost Brexit, the International Trade Secretary, this trust, is travelling all over the world trying to sign up big deals. But again, Europe is the biggest trading block in the world, and you can't mm-hmm. replace that easily. Um, obviously, we signed up deals with New Zealand and stuff. There's only a few few million pounds here, it? it's not billions and billions. But that affects things. If your business was totally dependent on European trading, and we've gone out of that European trading block, and you've got all these tariffs, your business is suddenly downsizing, isn't it? Because you can't afford to pay your workers anymore. So that does have an impact on the organisation. So those are external factors. You've got no control over things like international trade, changes in government, and wars. They affect your company, you can't do anything about it. Internal things, restructuring and all that stuff, and changes, you can make those changes yourself. You can't do it. These existential or external factors. Other factors then, the economic factors, so political, economic, social, and technological. So, economic factors. Trying to find new funding streams. Um, again, one of the key things we've lost out, I don't know, bang on about Brexit, but one of the really nice things in the European Union was they had this scheme which was called Erasmus, and it meant that we could do shared stuff between all the European countries. So, before I did this job, the company I worked for before, we, we did one of these, we did a couple of Erasmus projects with different, different companies in different parts of, of Europe. Um, and the last one I did, we collectively worked on, on making a board game for fake news for colleges. And um, in order to do that, we had to meet individually within, within each country to discuss the tactics and do different aspects of the company. So, I had trips to Sicily, Bulgaria. Uh, Holland etc etc all paid for by the European Union and that was all part of and I could have taken students with me as well if we were still part of the European Union uh, but I can't do that anymore so those trips are off. Um, so funding streams, revenue streams, getting extra money the college obviously we get revenue from the from the government but that's not necessary enough so we want to get investment from other people. Lots of companies will look for revenue streams which aren't the natural thing so they look like you see adverts on TV for a lot of charities will say if you're if you've not thought about who you're going to donate your money to when you die, you know, make a will out to us, this charity. It lots of charities get a lot of money from people that leave their in their will. They say, "I leave half my stuff to, to Oxfam or whatever." You know, it's a big revenue stream for, for charities. Um, friend of mine runs a charity called Malaria No More, um, and he's just been off, you know, scrounging in the Middle East trying to get loads of money. Um, to try and pay for this stuff it's expensive you know trying to eliminate malaria is a big costly business around the world and he's constantly he travels all over the world um, you know tipping his forelock to various rich people trying to get money donations so revenue streams but companies if you're not getting enough sales where do you get the extra money from you get investment you have stocks and shares all sorts of things other economic factors these external factors that affect change in the company recession recession is when the company the economy is not making enough money to pay the bills Right? So we're losing money as a, as, a, as a country. We're currently, I think we had obviously had a recession because of the pandemic, so we were paying more stuff going out than it was coming in. So therefore we're in a recession. And recessions tend to happen every 20 years, roughly, and then you have a really big recession every 100 years. It's this cyclical. Again, the, company, the countries, or all the countries compete with each other and get to a point where everyone's got too much, it crashes down, and everyone goes up again. That's how the stock market sort of goes. Uh, Then inflation, which we already talked about at the moment, the inflation rate, the actual consumer index price rate and inflation is currently very high. It's gone up to 5.6%. So that means that the stuff you're buying is going up all the time at 5.6% average per year. So if you're buying something, I keep going back to to, uh, Wolfie's Steam Deck. So your Steam Deck, for example, because of inflation, will be 5.6% higher by the end of this year. At the moment, and it's changing; it's going up all the time. Now, if stuff is going up five percent, that's inflation. The the price is inflating, right? Because it's getting harder to get on various other factors. If that's the case, your wages aren't going up five point six percent every year. The average up price range increase for wages is, I think, two percent. So you're in you're in a recession yourself in your household. So the price is going up, your wages aren't. So you're paying more and more for more and more for less and less. Uh, and other economic factors are then consumer trends, right? If, if people, again using the example with Alex and Lewis, sort of employee uh, employer set project, if shades suddenly around the world, and I guess this is sort of reality, isn't it? The, the Southern Alps, which used to be a massive ski resort, is no longer a ski resort because they can't get enough snow. The place to go now, actually a friend of mine was saying that he, he was living in, uh, you used to live in Australia, I think to go back a bit. Southern Australia had really good ski results over the last 20 years. It's no longer viable because of global warming. All those customers are going to New Zealand, Southern Ireland, because it's still really cold there. So that, in terms of consumer trends, all of your customers are changing their patterns based on what's happening around them. external factors. no control, your company can't do anything about it. If they suddenly decide, all of your Apple customers suddenly decide, I oh, don't like Apple anymore. I'm going to go and buy Samsung stuff, because that's the trendy thing to do. That's an external economic factor which is going to hit your companies pretty hard. But you can do nothing about it. That's yeah, their own please. personal choice. So that's economic factors. The other so, little, uh, external so factors, factors are social factors. Um, at the moment, the most Western countries have a, a declining birth rate. Um, and again, in terms of social change, if there's a declining birth rate, it means less and less people in some time along. You know, if you're planning your business out over the next 20 years, you see the birth rate going down, oh my gosh, you know, where's the revenue gonna come from? The people aren't, 20 years, we expect to buy something, aren't going to be there, or they're gonna be a smaller percentage. And small percentages make a big difference, because a small percentage of the population is thousands and thousands of people, is not it? And this stuff affects colleges and schools quite a lot. I think, at the moment, what it, um, I would guess, don't, don't hold me to this, I would guess that because of lockdown, the actual population rate in in the next few years is going to go up. Oh, because people right. at home. Yeah. Not. They're bored. They're, They're bored and the they've mind. been busy. get busy with it. No, 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 no. Right. So the population trend again. The, the local effect for that, you know. that is. It's getting jiggy with it the knock on effect is that schools, there's enough schools for an X, X amount of students coming through, and of course in, in four or five years time, all the primary schools are going to suddenly get hit with a massive increase in numbers of, of people coming in. And they're not, not gonna have the resources to cope with it. So if, sort of historically, in street, say there's five schools for to sake, can they take 100, 100 kids every year, rough you know, up and down a little bit, you suddenly get 200, where do those extra places go? You have to build new schools, and all of that has got a massive knock on. And then ten years time, all of a sudden the birth rate goes down again. You've got five schools too many, you know. So it's trying to make those pattern changes. Those are all social factors quite hard to work out. Um, and this, I guess, this stuff's going to come up on the exam because this is all happening at the moment. Isn't it? these social effects are quite, quite noticeable. Market and social trends. Um, when I go down to my my high street, it's dead on a Saturday. It used to be quite busy. Nobody goes shopping anymore because the pandemic. A, because peop- most people that used to go shopping on high streets, slightly older people, are a bit still a bit worried about the pandemic, understandably. It's still going up. But the other thing is, most other people were starting to shop online anyway, but now why would you go shopping on the high street when you can get stuff online for half the price? Um, and I think we had, I was in this group, but in the other group, um, Ethan, does everyone know Ethan? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, was it yesterday? No, it wasn't yesterday because you were in Exeter. On Wednesday, in the break, he went off. He'd seen some some uh, Pod Pros, whatever they are. Apple sports, Pros. Those yeah. sort things for sale. And he said that he bought them in some shop on High Street. And he said they'd gone up. Stuff, stuff had gone up in the last week by quite a lot you know, in terms of price. But if you think about it, on the High Street, you've got to pay your wages and you've got to pay the rent for the High Street. And it tends to be quite a lot of money. The, the more located you're on the High Street, the more rent you'll pay. Right, and you have to add that onto the product. So most high street shops cannot compete with the, with the big super chain stores because they have no, they don't pay any sort of taxes, they don't pay any rates on the high street, they don't pay any of that stuff. So they can sell you stuff really cheaply, but the, help, the local shops can't because they have to pay wages for the people that work there and have to pay for rent. That's why it's that much more expensive. But again. Those are social trends. Increasingly, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. high streets, across the whole country, the high streets are dying, aren't they? Tech, tech Most high shops, streets, I don't know what street or are the the they charity time. shops, coffee shops, coffee chains, oh, uh, and food chains, that's about it. There aren't the, the sort of differentiation stores. You can go to any shop or any high street in England and you'll see exactly the same shops. And if it was more broadly, broadly I suppose online shopping related, time related time to that, that. I got a yeah. letter yesterday that yeah. the mean, one of the, the, the three one actually one of the two banks we'll in my town is closed. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. it's, it's only so yeah. one bank left
0: now. It's like five quick <laughs> more. Right so yeah.
1: Socioeconomic aspects um one of the key socio economic yeah. aspects, yeah. aspects yeah. is over okay, time obviously if inflation's going up but your wages aren't going up for whatever reason, generally political you don't have any spending power and you'll sit on a lot of money. Again, in, just as an example, in Japan traditionally they, they, they save a lot of money. They don't spend a great deal. People in Japan won't, in, in the West, people will use credit quite a lot. You know, if, you don't have, if you can't buy something, here you'll get a credit card and you'll pay it over X amount a month. So they don't do that in Japan. They don't use credit cards. It's just not something that's part of their culture. So they save and save and then will buy something if they can afford to. So they sit on a huge amount of savings. So Japan's got a massive debt in terms of borrowing and, and bits and pieces, but they've got this huge amount of money they're sitting on if they were to release it, because people have got huge savings. In the UK, the actual savings are really, really low. So if, you know, if there was any difficulty with the country, we couldn't call on people's savings in the banks. it's just not there. Different cultural thing. So that's social, economic aspects. In the UK, people don't save, they do things on credit. Outside, in other countries, they don't. Well done. Um, Hmm?
0: Oh, I no, I just noticed what was on the whiteboard. I don't want to look.
1: I don't want to look. <laughs> uh, remote working, probably a question about that coming up on the exam. <laughs> um, Google
0: it, Google
1: it. <laughs> remote working, obviously that's the big thing now, isn't it? Yeah. I, I had a meeting yesterday trying to work out some workplace with a few guys, some people up in London, oh, and there the was team three team. of them, no. and they were all working at home. I said, are you not going back to your office in London? No, why would we? We can do everything from home. No reason to. You know, reason. But again, remote working is, is increasing the case isn't it? And I said, if you, after this, if you want to work for a company outside of the UK, why can't you? Given the time difference, obviously, but you can work anywhere in the world because of remote working. You don't have to be in an office anymore. You can do, as long as you've got internet connected, you can do whatever you want. And then, finally, cultural expectations in terms of external factors, changes in culture. Why would you do that? culture expectations—you know what people expect to do culturally. I suppose again, going back, I think we talked about this 20 or 30 years ago. Everyone come home, come home, and everyone sit around and have a meal together. Now everyone's in their room, uh, and people don't sit down and have meals. They probably get takeaway food. The culture has changed quite radically, but that means a lot of change. Socially, it means a lot of change on companies. So you have to be. I'd be be interested to see how many less.
0: Households have a table. Look like A We don't apparently. really have space for a table. No. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, that's I my know. point. Wait, how how can we do a table? Out of everyone in this room? Like, put He's your got a up. proper dining table. Yeah, well, put your hand up. Okay, put your hand up yeah, sort if of. you have like family dinners every night. Not every night. Yeah, that's what, that's what that's, yeah. my, that's my point, is that, it's interesting. I don't even so, have a dining table, stop. Your <laughs> table. Your well table. well yeah. I have a family meal but I don't have a dining table. So every yeah. night I'll sit
1: down and like eat yeah. with my mum but I don't, yeah. I don't yeah. have a dining table. That is a cultural expectation, you know, you don't, I think, the, the thing is, work patterns have changed. Yeah. You know, it used to be everyone worked 9 to 5, everyone was home at 5 o'clock or from you know, and everyone could sit down. Now. People work all sorts of different yeah. shifts
0: and things, so you're not necessarily yeah. all there When I finish work so I don't get home until right. Well, I finish at seven. So by the time I get home, if I'm not I'm not usually home much before eight, gives me what, an hour to eat nine no, yeah. o'clock. I can go to bed. Forgot college next morning. Get, get early start. Revision you know. as well. Revision, you know. So I guess that's why you play take Play a couple games, Steam yeah, exactly. off,
1: steamed it for an hour. <laughs>
0: Right. So, um, but for what, revising, what purpose? Revising it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Technological changes. Then, uh, emerging technologies. Obviously, the internet has, has changed everything, hasn't it? We're doing so many different things now. And increasingly, we talked about, you know, 5G technology coming into cities, monitoring everything that's going on, making massive decisions in, in these smart cities. Uh, most most cities have smart technology on the buses. So, on the bus stops, it tells you how far away the bus is, if there's a traffic jam, yeah. etc. So in terms of technical change signals. affecting companies, they've got to be aware of what people are the doing and address those things. So Use that example Kodak, systems. if they were a little bit more aware of what was going on around them, they wouldn't have been out of business. So it's that's quite important, signals. cultural change. Uh, innovations and efficiencies. Obviously technology makes things so much quicker. Uh, well, allegedly. Now that we've all got computers, we can do loads of jobs so much quicker. Now, there are some downsides to that. Again, if you go on any train, uh, and then trade up to London or into the city, everyone's on their own laptop doing a load of work. It does mean, in terms of efficiency, that uh, people could do far more, albeit they're not being paid for it. Uh, and then, obviously, to drive that, you've then got innovations in terms of automation and making all these systems more efficient. So external factors, the companies can use all these technological gains in order to make the company more efficient. Uh, all these efficiency gains will make the company more profitable. Other technological change which are affecting company dynamics, use of artificial intelligence. I mean, every single, uh, not every, all the big company websites I go on, little chatbot pops up, how can I help you? I don't talk to anyone anymore. Even a lot of the big banks and things <laughs> have automated phone. You you talk to an automated phone yeah. voice and it says, how can I help you? Can you say your name? Can you tell me your number? It's, it's not an actual group. voice. It's like a. It's a, like it's a true website. Oh, yeah. a tell yeah. me your name, tell me your number. so, so easy I'll go on it. And
0: What's your yeah. How effective is it? The dating bot was. Have you talked to? You well, you I mean, you know. Chatbot. No, talkbot. Right, so it's that's chatbot. Really old, like, Artificial intelligence means yeah. yeah. we don't have so to so bad. So affects yeah. on the
1: company. So means the company actually doesn't have, have as many staff. Yet. Therefore, the company is forced to downsize, or actually chooses to downsize because they can start using technology instead of people. One of the key technologies I don't particularly like is the automated tellers in in supermarkets. Automated tellers? Where you go little machines where you do your own checkout, self checkouts. Mm. That's putting people out of the job, I think. When when I go to my local co-op and they they sort of force me on to that, I'd rather use this and keep the job for you rather than that machine. It's automation. It is automation. But again, that's a technological change which is driving things forward. The artificial intelligence, we watched the video about GoFresh, the um, the store up in London where you don't, there's no work, so you just take the phone in and buy stuff. And finally, new pay, technological change which affects the company, new new payment (laughs) methods. PayPal sort of came out of nowhere really, it's one of the big, now almost all companies use PayPal as for online for security. Yeah, well they take a lot of tax. PayPal, not so, so much. They a bit of money, but again, think, it's, it's very efficient. It? And I think the most recent one Apple Pay. Apple Pay. You mean Fee? Apple Pay, Google yeah. Pay,
0: Android Pay, that sort of Samsung Pay, that, that's absolutely like. Massive I now. Mean,
1: one key. Exactly yeah. One key exactly. difference, I think.
0: So it's it's absolutely. But all of your transaction transactions app. are going through Apple. It's, so, it's so, it's buying, so they're shit, using car, all your data. They're tracking what
1: you're buying. Marketing, marketing. I mean, they, they can sell yeah, on oh, data. Yeah. They can sell. Yeah. it Whatever so, so, that is. So changes in payment. How many of you? When's the last time you saw a piece of cash? Well, we use it for the, bus. We, the uh, bad examples, but,
0: but I never carry cash on me. One of the big cash. changes during yeah. the pandemic is you used to be able
1: to use uh, your cash, your, your debit card for up to 25. Yeah, it's nice. now gone up to 45, I think. It's 100 it's, now. It's 100. 100. Yeah, it's 100. Yeah, it's, 100. So it's going up, and up and up. I do I think. think uh, I'm uh, not sure it's going to go any higher than 100s. I wouldn't have thought so. No, because yeah,
0: I think any higher than 100s. Once it's, you lose it, that's a lot of money going out of bank. It? It's a big thing is you get people coming in the store buying phones and they just tap their card and I'm just thinking you're paying for a whole phone with your, like, with this Apple Pay, it's fine. Yeah. But when it's like they're, they're doing a tap on a card, it's like, no, you can't do that, you have to put it in. It's like, oh, but it's, and it's like, no, it's just like 400 pound phone, you yeah, can't. Yeah. Do you take Apple, you
1: Apple? Well, That's Apple. Just, that's a change of payment okay. yeah. again. Well, not that long ago, people would carry cash around, you know. Um, I still do. In back back in the just day just when I first got my first, first job, I used to get a big yeah. wad of cash They're in one my brown envelopes at the end of the day. Happy days. Back to the Yeah, I feel so like, like cash, cash won't be a thing in the next 50 years. No, it's, so it's getting phased yeah. out, and well, we'll be on Bitcoin, aren't we? Well, Legal regulatory change. This is external factors, remember, that are affecting company changing. So legal, regulatory, if the law changes, obviously the most obvious thing is the GDPR and all the fines involved in that, but changes to the law, particularly changes to tax law, really affect companies in a big way, or changes to security, right? A lot of companies are scrabbling around because of the security changes as part of the GDPR um, and had to change all sorts of internal systems. That's a big impact, a lot of cost on the company to meet those laws. And the fines are, are not worth it. And then obviously, Bonte. you've got environmental factors as well. It, does the GDPR affect us now if
0: it's for. for, for I think it still isn't. It's still in place because it takes.
1: It, it, it came into place, it's a lot to undo it. Yeah. It's unravelling bit by bit, but it's still mostly a business. Right, then we've got ec- economic factors, external factors. So, sustainability. Most companies now have to. Because of law changes, international law changes, they have to make their project reasonably sustainable. That said, most of the products you buy they only last a few years, and you, then you replace them, you, like fridges and washing machines and things. They they're not made to last much anymore, um, but they're supposed to. So sustainability—you know—can products last the test of time? And um, in terms of a company, you know, to make stuff sustainable, it's not a good business model for companies. Are you? If, if if Apple made a, one phone that lasted 20 years, they wouldn't last very long as a company. So there's a bit of a balance there in terms of sustainability. Um, mm. Most companies, these are external factors that uh, get. Remember rem- that affect a company. Reducing carbon footprint, most companies are expected to try to, to remove the, the sort of carbon footprint. So they'll set up companies locally in order, to, in order to ship stuff internationally. The biggest carbon footprint, I think, is, is mm. probably on um, boats and stuff, I think. There's so many boats that go across the world carrying all this stuff. Um, and they can use huge amounts huge of diesel oil and stuff like that. Carry people. Things. Things. We'll Most you have they some type carbon it. footprint, it's I would cheap, imagine, yeah. especially yeah, if you're you driving, but using the bus. Again, okay, yeah, in drive, terms no. of a company, that's adding cost to them. Reducing the carbon definitely. footprint means using what quite expensive thing. technology to get around what it, and you're going to have to add that onto the customer. Flying drones. Yeah, possibly. Exactly. you've still got generating electricity, which is using, at business the moment, system. using majorly carbon, mm. such as energy. Energy. Green energy, yeah. 41. companies yeah. investing in that is going to change their dynamic. The in or the cows. States, or particularly, again, just the, the way that the States is set up, they're using a lot more automated lorries. Because if you think about most of them, particularly on the West Coast, where a lot of business happens, you can easily get stuff coming in on Seven. one port, go up the highway, and oh, take so off the other port and go back and forth. You very don't very need easy. a driver. An automated lorry can do that, it's fairly safe on the highways. And green energy, so using, as Bailey said, using solar panels, panels. using wind, water power, etc. etc. is the way forward. forward. Uh digital and technological waste in terms of effects on the company. There is a law, I think we discussed this before in section whatever number it is, seven. Um there's the the waste electrical uh, an electronic vice law, we law or something like that, where you have to dispose of stuff. Most electrical circuits are full of lead and all sorts of poisonous chemicals. So yeah. how do you dispose of them? And it, those
0: people in Africa to burn them. Yeah, like wiring
1: they burn like, the plastic.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you can and break them down. It.
1: You can break them down to a certain extent, but again it it's expensive. expensive to do that. You can outsource it to other companies. It smells but it's yeah, expensive. Expensive. but how do you do it? So the, but again for the company that's a cost they have to factor in. If you're making stuff the law is changing quite a lot so like even if you make computers and phones the law now says that you have to make some way of, of building in some disposal at the end of it and you have to become responsible for the life of that product so that's adding cost to the companies that effect affect on the company's overall profit send it to Africa, and then finally other I mean, things it's factors do do? are pandemics again yeah, it's, it's listed on there I guess it's quite this came out I okay. guess this was published during the first one, but there are, there are there are more than one pandemic. You know, We've obviously got the um, coronavirus one at the moment, There are others expected. What's that? The avian flu one, one etc. The Spanish flu. Ebola, yeah. A boner, a swine Bona. fever.
0: The Spanish flu. That's your mum. I think
1: five years ago, in <laughs> Norwich, a few people <laughs> died of bubonic plague. Plague. That's not oh. been in England since the 1300s, but five people died in Norwich a few years ago, but it wasn't hard. detected quickly enough. So these Levels. things do circulate. The play. Now we've got it's the medicine to deal with that yeah, if you we'll deal with right it right in time. Right right. yeah. Get rid of the idiots. <laughs> Other external factors, competitors. Your competitor suddenly comes out with the best thing since sliced bread. Your, your business <laughs> collapses yeah. as a result. So, so, really so you've really got to keep the an eye on competition. <laughs> Uh, your new products might flop That's an external factor, you know, all of these things are going to affect your company's overall profits and how the company works Entering new markets. I think the pandemic has opened up and the internet in general has opened up all sorts of possibilities for companies Clearly with brexit a lot of companies in the UK that used to deal with Europe have to deal with other companies now And they have to be quite clever about it and start dealing with other companies outside of the UK so again um, one of our big deals, one of our big trade deals apparently was selling cheese to the, to the Japanese but they don't buy much of it because they don't buy dairy products much so I don't know. how much all money
0: we have. All they eat is Wagyu steak. That's true. Right.
1: They're eating good then.
0: Yeah they do. Right now finally more-
1: finishing this off. Yeah. So all of these factors affect the company. What does the company do? Uh, they can try new or amended things so they can change their practices. They can change their internal policies and procedures, to react to laws to make themselves more or less profitable. Um, they can change their digital processes. So okay. again, they might implement over time to bring in more digital technology, they might use more artificial intelligence to make the company more efficient. That's their reaction. Uh, and they might innovate to try and get into new markets. So, given that... Sorry. <laughs> given that these new markets are emerging for the internet, people might then... Um, Try and break into those markets by changing what the products they make. So again, the internet has opened up all these opportunities. Uh, other methods need to respond. Newer, improved digital systems. Again, obviously, we've got um, we've got 5G rolling out slowly. So that's going to improve the, the actual facilities that people can access. Yeah training needs, if these new things are emerging, the company can effectively change the company by training to make sure they're fit for purpose and restructuring priorities and resources. If if the competition is a little bit too difficult in one area, then move into an area where you're stronger and improve the resources in that area so you can actually move away from the competition. So these are responses and reactions the company can try to do. In terms of these external and internal threats, right? so these are things that they can actually do to actually make sure things are better. they also sometimes use other areas to prop up. Yeah. Other areas. That's 1.8. Oh, seven sorry. Should
0: get slightly less.
1: 1.8. So, what does the company do? Nothing. Steps the organisation takes to respond to change. So, first of all, if you Fail to plan, what do you do? Plan fail. Plan. Excellent. Woo So, planning. Setting budgets and timescales. Right. If you know, like at the moment, if you're a company uh, financial director, you'll be watching the stock markets quite closely and the, and the Bank of England. The Bank of England sets policy about average prices and things like that, and interest rates. At the moment, they meet, I think, every half a year. So at the moment, there's, there's a lot of sort of chatter around, I guess, on the internet saying, are they going to raise interest rates? I think they'll have to. The interest rates have been flat for such a long time that we're now getting inflation. Right? Interest rates tend to eat away inflation. If inflation starts going up, the bank puts up the interest rates to try and bring it back down again. Right? So interest rates now are an all year high, I think. The highest it's been in 30 years. So that to me suggests that the Bank of England are going to put up the interest rate. It's a good Probably one and a half percent. Interest rate, you're... Not a good thing. Not no. bad. Interest rate's good if you've got a big pile of cash sitting in the bank, because you are earn loads of money for nothing. And But if you're trying to buy stuff, interest rates are not good, because it means you're going to have to pay more and more for what you've got to pay so back. I rich thought, get rich, the poorer get poorer. I think my interest is depreciating cash is valuable. The interest rate... So that inflation? Yeah. Right. And yeah. And yeah, it brings you know, down the value of it, so it makes it less expensive to buy stuff. So again, it's, it's useful in a way to maintain the well, economy, right. but and it's useful you've got savings. Money, but right. if you're the the trying to buy stuff, wrong. If, your
0: goes goes wrong. Wrong. if you're borrowing the money, the interest is going up is quite going to chase it up because that's their money. So eighteen borrow money is loaned money. So timescales. One of the timescales that's going to affect you guys quite directly. Then you're yeah paying back.
1: Yeah, you're, more, you're uh, money to check it up. There, yeah. So, the time scales at the moment, if you go to university next year, yeah, um, you obviously have to borrow money to pay for the university. At the moment, Bob, well, it used to be you have to pay it back in 30 years. They've now extended the payback to 40 years, which sounds good, but it means yeah. you're going to pay back a lot yeah. more.
0: It's 40 years to pay what?
1: 20k? Yeah, but if you don't pay that, then so it just it gets it's just 10 grand a year. What? Oh, yeah. isn't isn't that, there's no
0: interest on it. Is
1: there is interest. Like, oh, there is About yeah, four or five percent. Oh, but really? So no, forty. About you, ten grand a year. Yeah, but yeah, if you, you do up meet part the part. payment threshold.
0: You don't have to pay it at all. Yeah. If you don't it's make the payment, then they still won't still take money out. And money money eventually, yeah, it doesn't. It's not like um, it's not like a bank loan. They're not going to come to your house and like start nicking your TV and stuff to pay off it. At the moment, you earn over a certain amount? Then you have to pay towards it. If you don't meet the threshold in your payment then they won't take money out of your paycheck. Well, it's like so you're are doing bad the chores if
1: you're not even going to earn enough money to pay off the debt. The threshold is 20, it was 27, it's gone down to about 25,000. Really and the money the they, they take they out is a small absolutely. percentage. You don't notice it's about, at the moment it's about 10 pounds a month. Oh, that's for 40 years. A yeah, to, to yeah, well, you, if yeah, you don't yeah. manage to pay that, it just gets deleted. Well, it, it, if you didn't pay it after 30 years, it would have been deleted so now. That's because they want right, to now, they yeah, get yeah, their money back. Okay, right, again, yeah. political changes, if a, if a different government comes in, so basically, there's really government, there's parties in the states and in the UK want to scrap student fees altogether. Well, that's what that so. Does it really matter? Because if you're rich, I'm telling you no word of a lie. If you're poor enough
0: to not pay it, you won't lose that money because you're. My cousin he most really right? Very moves his bank account so that when his income comes in, it, it, comes more it comes from more than, one. More than places at once. So it, it, so it divides. So, so he doesn't have to pay all his student loan off. So he'll wait 40 years, student loan's gone. And he's been through uni like for like um, six years. course, he's a chiropractor now, he's like gone for a proper like everything. And because the it's way right, right, managing, it's, managing it's, it, wrong. Wrong. yeah, it's just have a good accountant. Sort of yeah, getting, yeah but mom. you have to pay for the accountant. his mum or Louis' dad that's an accountant? My mum. Right, so yeah. other steps. Louis, you need your mum's number. Planning, budgeting, yeah. kitchen work.
1: <laughs> Changing the time I'll oh, for her. <laughs> if you're going to make those activities oh, to try and fix these problems that the company's facing, okay. you need it's to really communicate important. it to people because people don't understand why you're doing it, particularly stakeholders, they're not going to come on board with you and they're going to cause problems. So you need to communicate those changes if that's the steps you're going to take. Um, And then you need to clarify what steps you're taking and why. We're changing the hardware, we're upgrading computers to make the company more efficient, we're changing the software so it can be easier to use, uh, and we're going to change staff, we're going to change the staffing role. All of these things are good for the company, they're going to make the job better, and you've got to make sure you get people on board with you. So those are the changes you're making. You need to communicate, make sure everyone's with you on that game. And then managing, so that's planning for it, and then managing the change, so you monitor it, make sure it's effective. You do maybe a monthly check, or a bi-monthly check, or whatever it needs to do. Probably not a lot in the first instance, and then gradually back off if it's working okay. Uh, you then need to maintain the quality. Was the change effective? How do you measure it? Some sort of qualitative and quantitative sort of, uh, measures. Compliance, are people compliant with these changes? Do you have any people that are not getting involved in the company changes and are really active against it? Because obviously it's going to cause you problems long term. Communicating the outcomes, so having, basically right. big companies have a board meeting once a year with shareholders and they, like Disney, have a great big shareholder meeting in, in Disneyland, because they've got thousands of thousands of shareholders, and they can voice their opinions about what Disney's up to and give some sort of feedback. What and isn't You communicate all those changes, and then you then review, did it work? Were the changes good? If so, we'll keep making changes. If not, we'll go back to what we used to do. He's got his own clubhouse and everything. <laughs> he <does. laughs> He's laughing though. Mickey Mouse, he's so, reinforcing it's change. Change. Obviously some people aren't going to like change, change isn't always good. How do you reinforce it? You just make sure you check that stuff's working, periodically. So, we introduced a new system of computers, does everyone use them effectively? Can we do a survey, find out, talk to people on the ground, if it worked? Um, if it's not, what steps? were used, were they effective enough, do we need to speed the process up, do we need to fire more people to focus people's minds out of it? Excuse me. Uh, co and ana- analysing the data, and finally monitoring change, so these are all processes. If you are going to change your organisation for whatever reason, how do you monitor it, how do you make sure it's going to work properly, and, and how do you know that it worked properly, so these are all the different methods to make sure it's actually working. Mm-hmm. So 1.8 is the different processes that look after the change, is everyone okay on that? Yep. 5.9. How do you know how effective all this stuff has been? It's so a measure of value. KPI's. KPIs. Somewhere. They
0: own GoPro?
1: They own shit on Disney. Yeah. So, what is the value well, to, to customers? Mm. The value to customers, obviously, if. If we changed all these machines and made them even faster, then presumably there be some value to you, you'll get stuff done a little bit quicker. Marginal change I suppose, but has the service, the product, the services improved things, how oh, are, no, efficient, uh, are yeah, they? Yeah, Using yeah. digital is, is oh, yeah, yeah. the panacea, everyone says, oh we just need to change the digital, everything will be fixed. Is it the way forward? Not always, but most cases. Um, time response, customer queries. One of the key things that kills yeah, companies is, is you in, in support services, um, when you get your job in support services, you'll be measured on how many minutes, seconds, problems. days it takes you to reply to certain tickets. Reply. Right? And you will be measured on that. Again, the extreme the example is mind, in, in the um, Amazon warehouses, you've got a little wristwatch. It tells you to do the jobs and it and it at the end of the week they say, well, it takes most people in Amazon eight seconds to do that job, it took you nine I'll so, I'll get, get out. If you're fired. Huh? It's really harsh. Um but, you know, how quickly the customer is customer is king. If you don't answer these responses in a tiny manner, the customer gets gets pissed off and they go for another company. You lose customers, you can't do that. So in support particularly, you've got to be really responsive to customers' needs. Um, financial savings, so that's efficient. this is value to the customer, so the actual customer service will be much quicker. You're gonna make a financial saving if, if you're actually responding online, if you're fixing basic customer support issues because you've got new hardware, and it's taking you half as much time, that means you're making twice yes. as much money. You're dealing with 10 customers rather than five, so you've made far more money for the company. Yes. Yeah? I'm so that's a financial saving. Oh, sure. oh, Disney oh, has a
0: controlling stake in Sky. They
1: control Sky. All companies now deal on all sorts of channels. Right? The first companies thing companies. I do, if I've got some bill that comes in from my insurance company I don't like, is I get on Twitter and I go on their Twitter handle and say, what, what's going on right, with these price rises? In. Within about three seconds I've got somebody contacting me with a direct message, oh, can we talk about this, Mr Taylor? Yeah. And my price goes down. Yes, price my is social long. media is a big no, change. He's, 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 he's gotten a complete point because
0: you know the whole sh- sh- saga with my TV? Mm-hmm. My mum messaged on Twitter to put a tw- tweet out look what's going on, why have you given me only 280 quid for my 330 quid TV? Um, and now it looks like they're in the process of actually fun- fully funding the refund. It's because, it's fine. because they don't want that
1: publicity. I guess, no, they're not. They're, I guess that's what it is. Publicity is really damaging. Yeah. yeah. So so you, you got
0: I mean, at the moment, I have no TV and no voucher, but, (laughs) But, um, you know, I mean, so I'll I'll let you know how it goes, but either way.
1: So, again, this is value to customers, so multi-platform engagement, Mm -hmm. you can contact any company via email, via telephone, via social media, etc. That makes the company accessible, that means the service is much better. Obviously, I'm talking about the other side of things, Whereas a customer, I can actually use those to my advantage, but... That's still to the company's advantage, because 99% of people are going to say, okay, I really like your company on social media. And again, if you think about Amazon, Amazon doesn't actually have customer support people, it doesn't have salespeople, it has you. You go on there, and you buy something, you get bombarded with emails, it says, Can you rate this product and write a review? And that's what does all their marketing for them. And I don't if, if I, I don't use Amazon, but if I go onto any site that sells that type of stuff, I'll go and look at reviews, and, and there'll be a balance of reviews. Oh, and balanced, thats that sounds like quite a good product. There's a few people who didn't like it, but most people said it's great. You might surely that can be manipulated. It is manipulated, yeah, but again, you, you can try and boost you, best judgment. Some of the good. reviews make sense, some just sound like a yeah, wiffle waffle nonsense. paid for.
0: I love this, oh, oh, I hate this, oh, it's so great, or not. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, Time saving, obviously time is money. If you can, if you can use digital efficiency to make your customer's life better, you've got a much more loyal customer. So these are ways of keeping the customers on board. Uh, social integration, building this stuff into local communities, becoming part of it. And again, the broader this sort of digital footprint, the more people you can engage and get them in into your products more and more and more. Other value to customers, um, the actual support. Again, if lots of companies now use use Twitter and things like that for their for their support media because they know people are there all the time. They pay people to be on Twitter to monitor all that stuff. But again, as a customer, that's really good service. I mean a, so, a lot of times, particularly with computers, it's generally out of hours that you get problems. You know, oh no, it's gone five o'clock, I can't get it fixed. And companies know that and again Competition, if the competition's closing at five and you're open until six or seven because of social media, yeah. you've got the edge on your competition, you're making more business. Does that makes sense. In terms of, of value to customers, in terms of efficiency and first and second line support, using social media is a big way. Because you can uh, resolution yeah. Yeah. Needs. Yeah. The more yeah. information you yeah. can yeah. the more you can solve. Yeah. And yeah. other value to customers is more effective deployment. No? That's good so again think about um i think on i I don't use windows but the actual deployment of windows 11 was reasonably efficient i would say Not too bad so i think they did a good job there so again that experience effective hardware deployment or software deployment that makes the company much more valuable to the the customers if you have a really bad experience you're not going to use that company again so it's really important all right so that's adding value that's 1.9 Quickly, the measure and value of digital services. So, how does it make the customer's life better? And how many
0: more we got? Mm. Can we get through in time? Yeah, we'll in. <laughs> one ten. <laughs> <laughs> time finish. Yeah, <laughs> finish. <laughs> finish. Interesting.
1: point ten. One point ten. So that big. We have half All right. So one ten. The consideration <laughs> and value of meeting customer and individual <laughs> needs within business. Uh, how do you meet customers' needs? Increasingly, cultural awareness and diversity. Um, you know, the customer base is increasing massively. And if you're only targeting certain groups, you're losing a huge amount of the market. So again, broadening the horizons. And if you, again, Alex, I need the, the 1. example I guess for this is... Uh, I think the first company that started this was Benetton. And so Benetton started using models from different sort of um, cultures in order to show, you know, our products are for everybody. Right? So cultural diversity and awareness uh, does make your products more effective. I've, interestingly enough, I downloaded some software today and ran the code and in the code a little box popped up in blue and yellow and said we support Ukraine and I carried on running the code. Somebody built that into the software. That made such a big difference. <laughs> such a big difference. It's just a nice little message. Yeah, Putin's going to see that, he's going to stop. Exactly, he's going it's going to be for him. It's going, going to be like. Sorry, sorry guys. Sorry, guys. He's going to see that. Yeah, exactly.
0: He's <laughs> going to see Emily, twelve-year-old Emily's story. And it makes, <laughs> it makes <laughs> a lot of difference. I know. Oh, oh. No. Cultural awareness. As he's going to see, oh, see, see Manny He's
1: going to see Ruby's Snapchat story and go, "Oh, not again." Oh, I'm so Demi sorry. Cultural awareness. There's the advert. Have you the HSBC adverts? horses. HSBC efforts, so some HSBC guy, I, I, the only one I can remember, some guy, he's obviously visiting um, He's visiting a customer in China, he's sitting around to dinner table and eating, and in the cultural, in China, if you finish a plate, it means you want more. So he's just eating and eating. Oh yeah, I've seen that one. Ooh doesn't know the cultural situation but cultural awareness makes your products much better value for money if you're aware of those things you're gonna get much broader reach and again go back to what we talked about earlier on because you've got a much more expanded market if you're aware of those cultural differences you can expand into those markets without insulting people and losing customers so this general things in terms of your customer, inclusivity and accessibility. Again, if you're making websites, you should be going by the website standards and making sure people with colour blindness can access it or visibility difficulties or hearing difficulties, etc. Right? If you don't make products work for everyone, you're eliminating big parts of the marketplace and you should be trying to include everyone. From a business point of view, it's going to make it's you more money, so why would we it? Now the other considerations for customers are guide, guidelines. We talked before about standards, right? You have to try to make sure your system works for everyone regardless. And going by actual regulatory requirements, it is a regulatory requirement that you make any product you know, for, for people with disabilities, that's just a, a, a law. So you have to make those, those things. Um, and then other considerations for customer needs, the level of technical knowledge. It's no good selling somebody um, a phone which Einstein himself would be struggling to use. It? You're going to use so many customers. So you want to make your products need to be the, for the lowest common denominator, so everyone can use that them, too, so you don't yeah. eliminate any. Now the people that are technically above, will right. still use it. Again, using Alfie's, uh, Wolfie's phone there as an example. Alfie. Sorry, Alfie. <laughs> <laughs> I got F-I-E F- yeah. there. Again, you're trying to reach different markets, so the product, depending on who you're trying to reach, the, 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 the basic product, anyone can use it, and that gives everyone access to it, and more technical people can still use it. But if you make a really technical product, you've got a very limited market that can actually use it. So that's one way to do it. So that's meeting their needs. Um, and again, in terms of documentation, we did this in, in your employer set project. If you're writing to a non technical audience, you don't need to be putting in loads of three letter acronyms because they'll be totally lost. So try to think about who you're doing, and that's part of the inclusivity isn't that. To the people that will understand it in the way that they understand it. Uh, End user issues. We talked about this on the exam one time. I don't think anyone picked it up. Pain points. Anyone got any pain points when using their phones? It just doesn't work. It's really irritating. We want to fix it. It gets bigger and bigger. Alex. It gets bigger and bigger, does it? It gets bigger and bigger. The whole thing's painful to use. (laughs) <laughs> what is it? In general. That's a pain point. Cut your finger on a Alex, pain point, <laughs> Alex, uh, it's it's point, point, point is durability. durability. As a customer, you should be demanding them to change that if you can. Make the screen more durable yeah. so I can drop it. Well, they did, so you unwise. just don't
0: have a more durable thing. Mine, if I drop champagne and glass on it, I'll be fine. Maybe. No, I no, will. Because it's, it's Sapphire Edge. Sapphire Edge. Uh, um, other customer Review. needs Review. or issues? Oh no! I think
1: so the watch is line, sapphire. Diamond yeah, no, not the. No. Usability. Again, this is bit, you can unpick this thing a little bit. Usability for you might be different for me from someone else. Yeah, yeah, depending it depending on depends range. on the person, so But just generally, you want to make the product as usable as possible for anyone functionality you don't need to again if you think about functionality most people these days use Google Docs and things like that because you don't need all those bits and pieces on an office suite you never use them what's the point so unless you're doing really fancy desktop publishing which an office package should not do anyway why do you need all those extra functions on office for functionality for me, Google Docs and two or three save and edit and change the font that's all you need really for most documents so functionality is quite important And then, in terms of meeting the customer's needs, the training on it, if it is, if there's a load of complex changes on your product, then you need to build in some training, because otherwise you're going to put people off and they're going to go to the competition. So these are all things to make the customer's experience a lot better. Uh, What is the value of meeting those needs? Obviously more financial benefit, you're going to get more profit, they're going to pop it. they're going to recommend it to their friends, you're going to make all sorts of money. Retention and satisfaction is really important. Brand loyalty. Right? If you buy, I said this before, if you buy a particular pair of trainers and you really like them and they last a long time and they were good value for money, you'll probably buy those for the rest of your life. Yeah, you, you probably will. won't veer off and buy something else. Maybe. That's, that's perhaps. I don't know if that's a good example. But again, Apple users don't, don't tend to want to use anything else, and people that don't like Apple will never use it, etc. Et people have a yeah, certain brand loyalty for they? And that's based on based on your experience of the product, if it wasn't that way you wouldn't stick with it for the rest of your time. Why should I go back my options on well, because you've got, you, you got Airpods, Apple Watchers, I know, but... You're if too can... far deep in the hole. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's a
0: bad example, though, but... Like, Apple... You, you're, you're, the only thing... Hole. Big, yeah, big yeah. issue with iPhone, yeah. like, that's what brand loyalty is, there's no other option, it's Apple or Android,
1: I mean, that's it. you got Huawei,
0: I mean... Yeah, but that's Android. No, it's not. No, it's not, they got, they've got... they got Yeah, but it's still Android-based, yeah. though. You can tell it's copied, it's copied exactly. copy and pasted, yeah. yeah. changed a few letters. Linux phone. Well, you could go Linux <laughs> but you know. Basically, no, thank you.
1: Hey, enjoy the two thousand
0: people in the world. Yes. Right, Become a minority, Alex. <laughs> Although the yeah. only problem, yeah. systems, the only problem with that is like Linux's you know. biggest, Linux's yeah. biggest selling point is the fact that it's all Super community based. But if your community is only two thousand people, and you're the, yeah, but you if you've got like an issue, it's an more issue. likely to be raised. But like ones, yeah. like if... Yeah. if, if if you've got an issue with it, but if you're the only person that has that issue, you're more and two thousand one thousand nine hundred ninety nine other people who have, That's no running room. on BSD,
1: Linux. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Apple runs on BSD, Linux. Very good. How, how much was <laughs>
0: yours?
1: Mine was forty pounds. Forty pounds. Second hand, isn't it? Is it Nexus? This, one is this, one is this,
0: one. this, this one, it's an Nexus Five. One. It's running Alex, on top of Android. There's ten pounds more we paid for this.
1: Yeah, Are we could have had an Linux yeah, yeah, phone, yeah. we have these!
0: <laughs> 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 Nexus well, next was made
1: speed. by OG. have uh, seen? So. Yeah. No, uh, exactly. 10 times That's probably Linux as well. No, you say that. Oh, 10. 10. 10.
0: I'm pretty really sure it is Linux. Because it's got a browser. Linux as well. It's I kind of do want to use a Google. It's Google. It'll be It's Google version of Linux. Oh, yeah, don't go browser. I'll be sign on now. Yeah, download it. The thing is, the problem is now. Is it too expensive to you know? Oh no! I need to find his uh, experiment. experiment? Yeah, It's
1: Too expensive. Like if you go, like, oh, you've you got it. Go oh, it. Off, you know. <laughs> it's yeah. like, go Right, let's finish yeah. this off. Oh, right, yeah. Meeting time, customer time, needs. Right. Yeah. Response time. If your customers have to spend days and days and days oh. to hear from you, they're going to go somewhere else. So you've got to make sure your mm-hmm. service is as best as it can be. Response time is important. Service response time. System or service availability. If a website goes down, right. the customer, the company loses millions and millions of this big company, right? Having services available all the time is really important. And increasingly, most service providers have this 99.9999% uptime. And if they go below that, the service provider really, they have to pay you quite a lot of money as a customer. Response okay, like, Again, okay, if you go to a website, it's not there. If that's the first time you went to whatever website it was um, to buy a phone, you'll go to another website and they've lost your customer. You you won't go back, will you? If you go to a website and it's having problems, you'll go somewhere else. You'll never come back to that one. So services basically on the website is important. What is the increasing value of meeting those? Oh, I've done that already. Uh, So user experience is obviously really important. If I have a really good user experience with something, I'll probably tell my friends. Yep. So word of mouth is really important. Uh, reputation, protection of your brand. Again, this is why, and we already mentioned this, You know, this is why when you go onto Twitter and say, your product sucks, those people will come back straight away and try and fix that. You don't want you on Twitter doing that stuff. It's not right? that Reputation damage. On social media, if a message like that goes out, thousands and thousands and thousands of people see it. Your reputation is very badly damaged. So they'll fix it quickly. Brand awareness is quite important. We talked about who. Um, most people have, you know, if you mention some products, people automatically think of the brands. You know, yes. it's that powerful. The vacuum. That's vacuum. really important. Uh, jacuzzi exposure. No. Jacuzzi. Oh, well, you think of a jacuzzi. Stop you think, oh look, it's a job. But no, jacuzzi is branding positive media, media exposure. exposure in the uk there are very very strict laws on t- on commercial tv and the bbc on, on having the product placement if you watch the bbc news they cannot show you products directly they have to refer to them indirectly it's not the same in america if you watch most films and i've, I've noticed this a lot on the on netflix if you watch a lot of the films on netflix you'll see all sorts of product placement they'll, they'll sort of hold so their watch in and the corner. brand you'll see it and like this and they'll be drinking a coca-cola and you see coca you can't do that in the UK, but it can in the with... countries. So, positive media exposure, you know, if you see somebody's product on the news, you're influencing thousands and thousands of people, so that's really important and powerful. Why do you put this on? And we talked about this last week, and we, about uh, YouTube influencers. If you start getting a, a big YouTube following, all these companies, like if you're, you're doing a, a media show on YouTube with cooking, all sorts of cooking utensil companies will contact you, i will use my pots and pans on your show. That stuff's really powerful now. Media exposure. Increasingly, and you make a lot of money from that stuff. Uh, qualitative and quantitative market research. Everyone knows that, we've done that to death. Yeah. Qualitative yeah. and quantitative. Yeah. So I want to know how much and what kind of, of data is, is done. And that will tell me how good my stuff is. Uh, and then for uh, more for Alex Perfect. and Louis, uh, product development through product analytics. Again, can't do it in Europe anymore, but Google Analytics is quite useful to tell you how many people looked at your site, what pages they looked at. In terms of Google Analytics, if you, you could look at your website data in the back end, you'd say, you know, 50% of people look at this product page, therefore, therefore we need to pump that out even more because that's what people are buying. So um, um, more sophisticated marketing, allow personalised targeted advertising. I mentioned in the States there's a big debate at the moment because the tech companies want to enable your phone to read your facial gestures with AI so they can actually sell you more targeted responses. Um, if you think about it, when you do use stuff uh, with Google particularly, you know, all those ads start changing if you've got an ad if you don't use ad blocker. And they're quite sophisticated. So the, the ads will start popping up very related to what you've been looking at over the last three or four weeks, and, and they're a very sophisticated algorithm, and eventually they'll give very targeted responses to your interests. To the point where, presumably, you know, nine out or one out of ten of them is gonna click. And then third-party reviews. Um, unboxings, do I do those?
0: On, uh, watch those on Twitter or yeah, YouTube? Quite, or yeah. quite interesting, aren't
1: they? Not as much as I used to. Okay, yeah, if so again, if you've got a following much. on, on yeah, YouTube, much. people will send you. Not <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you've got money, because before. Metacritics and user reviews. So again, people like, reinforcing your products and building up through social media. That's people. That's your customers making your stuff better for you. D you know, <laughs> B. <laughs> No? Yeah, are the risks i users yes, within yeah. no. you know you you
0: on no. Amazon. you can Amazon. it's you right. right. be able to finish this one. you
1: want it to when I get we need to go through, through these. Now, right? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do we need That's to go through it. these. The, the, the risks, privacy, security, long term. No, we've done that uh, quite Please. a lot. We do the up. Legislation legislation. Okay. What's
0: no, the one with the 111? Uh, the one that you recommended. You know? Oh, I'll get it off you now. You said you've
1: got a discount as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. yeah. no, it's no, magic. The other thing I would say about resilience and. So is the company resilient to these sh- shocks in the marketplace? Right? If inflation goes up, can the company cope? Yeah, At the yeah. moment, yeah. if Before prices go up too much, yeah, they so are going so up quite a lot. Can the company cope so with those? Will customers go elsewhere?
0: Can like the... I'll be honest, the boardier... Er, yeah, that's mainly what's... It is very do Not as much, yeah. but... 1.12! Ooh, you have a shower. Dump it down. Codes of conduct! That's oh, what that
1: is. is. Why do we have codes of conduct in, in organisations? So we behave. Keep them, keep them Having obeying. laws about fire extinguishers <laughs> and things <it's> like <laughs> that. Yeah. Yeah, Alex. Alex. Alex? Don't look at me. Data protection. Absolutely. Well, data protection, it's me. Like and stuff, right? Yeah. you me. Everyone look at Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pool. Oh, why uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so why do we have codes of conduct? So the organisation runs it's better. So there's a consistency about an organisation yeah. through codes of conduct, oh, nice. uh, industry standards. Yeah. If I'm working to industry standards, I know that my products are good. Some of the industry standards are mandated. Right. So if I make a particular product, it obviously has to be fire safe. If I'm making toys, toys need to be non-toxic, fireproof, etc., etc. Because et kids are going to be using them a lot. That is not good. So it looks good. Except um, uh, well, for practices for organisations, so you need a bit confidential. You need to have ethical principles. Yeah. That's just for the paper. most part, hopefully those are used cheap. by most companies. No. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, they I good. can wear that to the gym. They're, good. They're, good. They're good. They're not bad. They are actually. I might wear that. Yeah. To the gym. We yeah. need to go into this anymore. We've um, we done this enough. Going to Yeah, we do that in legislation anyway. Sure.
0: Yeah. Okay, the... How long would the ball turn <laughs> last? 8 hours? I okay. don't know. But it does, it does go <laughs> It does go active PH control right now. And, and finally this! And these are are you the the show, teams, yeah, you doing the show. Yeah, you doing the show. What do you reckon it's about the BMW washes? Oh, this should work on the stuff. For example, the all-figure employing. Yes, it's difficult to do. And this not one of them so stick
1: out the ball on, on the in the shop for your balls Yeah. You've got so yeah. Finally. Not so good. White hats, black hats, gray hats. Do we need to go through yeah. that? No, we we've done that very recently. We Do that with Gemma. And yeah, and Too much shit Oh, and the
0: yeah. You. I don't know why you're complaining because it's just more additional stuff. Why you, why you, the repetition is the way to run out okay. yep. yeah.
1: yeah. Yep. Why good? Is, is there an external problem with
0: this? <laughs> oh my god, the hackers it. are rated. <laughs> Yeah.
1: What we're White good, black bad, racist hackers. <laughs> <laughs> well uh, bait, yeah. I think that's quite straightforward Lose their job. Yeah, should be faced. Cyber uh, is based External, yeah, we're obviously we're the law, prosecution, reputational damage, etc., etc. Fifty meg. That's it. That's one done. Why did you ask two It's just such a passive.
0: Thank you for listening to our podcast. Hopefully you learned something. If you didn't, listen to it again. You might actually learn.